Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we're very happy to welcome in uh, the the newest group to our uh, our little confab here. Boston Red Sox pitchers. Nathan, if you can put that on right there. Uh, Boston Red Sox pitchers. David Price and Nathan Evaldi join us here in our, uh, our center field studios. Fellas, thank you very much for taking a few minutes. Yes, sir. Good to see you. Uh, David, you visited with us last year when you were in here with Brock. Nathan, I'm not sure. You, you came along last year after yeah. the Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon, so uh, this is kind of your first experience with this whole thing. Yeah, yep. first time. I'm excited. David, what's the reaction when you see the kids coming at spring training, when they first show up and it gives you guys a chance to, to make some pretty strong connections? Uh, it's, it's very cool. You know, whenever you see uh, that tent being set up outside of our clubhouse, you know the next couple of days are... Um, are going to be very special, and um, to go out there, you know, after lunch and to uh, to meet those kids and to see their faces, it um, it means a lot to us. Nathan, I was telling Dave Dombrowski earlier today, the uh, the introduction of the lineups last night is one of my favorite moments of the entire season, when each player goes out on the field with one of the kids from the the Jimmy Fund Clinic. I mean, if you can watch that and not get a tear in your eye, you're not a human being, are you? Yeah, it was a it was a really cool experience. I mean, getting to watch all the kids go out there and take the field and, uh, you know, the national anthem and everything, and just seeing the joy on their face was a really cool experience. Was this connection, the Red Sox and the Jimmy Fund, something that you knew about, David, before you joined the team uh, four years ago when you were, you were pitching in the division? Did you know about it, or was it something that as soon as you signed here, oh, this is a pretty significant part? Um. I don't think I did. Yeah. But you know, after my first year in 2016, um, you know, I, I found out very quickly. You know, and I think it is, uh, it's awesome what they both do. You know, just um, like I said, whenever we get around those kids <clears throat> and they come around us in spring training and at the field here, we can tell how much it means to them. And you know, in in return, that means a lot to us as well. So um, for us to be able to. Uh, to give them some happiness throughout the day, that is uh, that's very special. Nathan, you got to dive right into the passion of Red Sox Nation last year, and especially with your postseason performance, you got to see what people think about baseball in this town and think of the Red Sox. What's it been like for you being a part of all of this, especially on the heels of a world championship? Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, uh, all of our fans and everything, all the support and love that we get from them. Uh, I mean, just the city of Boston. I mean, the all the sports around here it's i mean everybody's winning and everybody's having a good time and uh it's a lot of fun to be a part of david have you felt different at all this year you know because one of the things you know that was attached to you was some of your postseason struggles prior to last year where your lights out you almost win world series mvp have you felt different this year um no not physically or or mentally no um Remember right after we won it, you know, hugging all the guys and hugging AC. I was like, you know, I want to do it again next year. And uh, it's it's been a little bit tougher for us this year. I think we were 89 and 39, you know, uh, on the, <laughs> on on the date last night. So uh, it's it's been a tougher go for us this year. But uh, we still got a lot of baseball left to play. And you know, everybody in our clubhouse is uh, nobody's down. 
I don't want to uh, put Nathan on the spot here, David, but last year, his relief performance in L.A. got a lot of people's attention. What were you thinking when you were watching what he was doing in relief? Um, stay healthy. <laughs> you know, like, I, hope, I hope you make it out of here in one piece because you're going to be a free agent, and you know you've, you've worked very hard to uh, to get to this point. And you know that was uh, that was pretty cool. You know, for him to to go through the struggles that he went through. You know, just um, injury wise with his arm. And for him to, to really stick his neck out there for guys that he had known for a month, month and a half, you know, for, for us to be able to reach that goal, that was, a, that was a special moment. Usually when you hear that a pitcher is going to see Dr. James Andrews, it usually means bad things. It usually means there's going to be Tommy John. It didn't mean Tommy John for you last year when you went, and now more recently it doesn't mean it for Chris Sale. So can you kind of relate to what's going on right now? Clearly, Sale, not healthy. You, know, you had to shut him down for the season, but it doesn't appear now like it's going to be a, a full season he's going to have to miss. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, if you're having, you know, shoulder or elbow or forearm or whatever kind of arm problems you're having, you know, Dr. Andrews is the best guy to go see. So if you're going to have somebody evaluate it, you know, you might as well go to the best. And I think that's... That's what I did back in um, 2017, and that's what we wanted Chris to do, you know, and that was um, that's smart, you know, just um, the amount of, of arms that he over his career, you know, he um, he's seen it all. So for him to uh, to give Chris that good feedback, you know, that's whenever you go to uh, Dr. Andrews and he says, hey, you don't need Tommy John, that really it it makes you it picks you up, you know, it's it's a pick me up for sure to hear that come out of his mouth because i know whenever i went and saw him in 2017 i was expecting the exact opposite and he was like nope just give it some time and let it heal and and you'll be back and you'll feel fine and that was the case nathan you're uniquely qualified to talk about the rigors of pitching on a major league arm because you only throw it at 100 miles an hour thereabouts (laughs) what does it do to your arm because you've been through this before already uh yeah i mean just I feel like you have to be perfect when you're out there pitching uh, mechanically. And when your mechanics are a little off, you put a lot more stress on your arm. And I mean, unfortunately, I've had to go through two Tommy Johns, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, glad that Sale doesn't have to go through that, and you know that he's going to be healthy coming now, back. Now they claim you're stronger after Tommy John. Were you? I feel like it. Um, I feel like you learned so much just going out through that whole process, and I mean, you're doing so much rehab and. Shoulder care, elbow care, doing going through everything, and uh, you just come back so much stronger from that. Now we were talking with Dave Dombrowski earlier in the show, and and the topic of you know how you guys pitched in spring training, like that that was brought up. Do you feel like, as a as a staff, not just you individually, but as a staff, should you have pitched a little bit more to prepare yourself for the season, or do you think that what you guys did back in February March was fine to prepare you for the year? It's hard to look back at it and just say, you know, I mean, right now you have the, you can easily say, you know, like maybe we should have thrown more just of where we're at right now. But at the same time, what we were able to go through last year in the World Series and throwing so deep into the, uh, you know, I mean, winning it all, you put so much more extra stress on your arm and you're either coming back on short rest instead of getting that extra month off like you normally would. And, um, you know, I feel like they've done the best that they could to protect us in that situation. David, let's talk about playing in Boston because you had the opportunity at the end of last season to opt out if you had chosen to do so. You didn't want to do that. Mookie Betts sat in that exact chair yesterday and talked about how much he loves playing in Boston and playing in front of these fans. Do you love playing in this town as well? Absolutely. You know, we um, it's very demanding. 
Um, I knew that before, you know, I signed here in 2016. You know, it was something that um, it was a challenge that I was I was up for, and it's um, it's had its ups, it's had its downs, that's for sure. But um, I remember talking to uh, Petey, you know, before I signed on the phone. You know, whenever you know guys were recruiting me from from different teams, and he was like, you know, this place is uh, extremely tough to play in, but he was. He said it's it's by far the the best city to win in, and you know that was something that I wanted to be a part of. And being on that duck boat last year, that's I mean that is probably one of the top three or four moments of my life. You know, it might be better than winning the World Series, like the actual World Series on the field. Like that duck boat tour was um, that was that was pretty special. I went in went into that not knowing you know what to expect really. Um, I went into it pretty tame. And I came out of it like Gronk. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody comes out of it like Gronk. <laughs> I might have been a little bit more banged up, but um, that was uh, that was cool, and that was that was definitely something that I want to experience again. What's the relationship like with some of the other pro teams in town? You know, coming up at two thirty, I think all four of the coaches slash manager are all going to be on this show together. Uh, I know you guys have gone to other games, gone to Bruins games, Celtics games, wherever it might be. How have you found that bond, especially guys who have played in other cities? Like, is it, is that a little bit different here in Boston than it was in other places? Um, not really. I mean, no. I think I've wherever we've been, you know, the you know guys from the other teams. I mean, I guess it kind of just depends on where you are. You know, like in Detroit, you know, our stadiums are right across the street from one another so we got you know on some days we would just go over to the Lions Stadium and, and play around on the turf and they'd have guys in there and they'd come over and take BP but um, I mean the Patriots come out here uh, Marcus Smart was in the locker room not too long ago um, out of the guys who have taken BP from other sports who's who's been the best uh, or is it all kind of a, me- a mess <laughs> <laughs> um I'm guessing not great. <laughs> no, I mean, it's hitting the baseball Couple of stuff. Guys. Yeah, right. I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay. I don't, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. <laughs> one of the guys that we've talked about all season long, cause, and David talks about how hard it is to hit a baseball, and it is. It's, it's really hard. And I watch what I see Rafael Devers doing this year, Nathan, and I'm yeah. thinking, what the heck is going on? Everything he hits is going 108 miles an hour. Yeah, it's incredible the year he's having. I mean, the consistency he's bringing every night. Uh, you know, I think people forget how he started the season, and then where he's at now, it's it's really unbelievable. Dale, I just want to jump in here and say, uh, Lakin and Brock Holt have donated fifteen thousand dollars to the Jimmy Fund. <laughs> I just, just wanted to pass that along. To hear that. I mean, you guys got to be just so impressed with what Brock Holt has done. Obviously, the captain of, of the Jimmy Fund efforts here, and and the relationships that he has made. It's got to be pretty inspiring. Uh, it is cool, you know, and to see um, the stuff that he posts about on Instagram and all the stories and all the stuff that he does, you know, it's um, he gets choked up about it, you know, whenever he, he starts talking about it, so you know that it um, it means a lot to him. And, you know, we we tell him all the time that we love him, and that's part of what makes Brock so special, and he's just uh, he's a big part of this city. Well, fellas, uh, I, I know that the, the task seems daunting as you look at the possibility of a playoff spot, given where you are and the numbers and everything, but uh, we wish you the best of luck the rest of the way, and we really sincerely appreciate you loaning your, your voices and your presence to this event. Thank you both very much for being here. Thank yeah, you. Thank you all for having us. Good to see you guys.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.